Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. What's up? Welcome into the CHGO Bears podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up. What's going on, Bears fans? Adam Hogue, Mark Carmen, Nicholas Moriano. We are on Radio Row in Arizona. What's up, boys? Big week for the show. I cannot properly express how excited I am to be sitting next to the two of you here in beautiful Arizona ahead of Super Bowl 57, one year away from the Bears being in Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas. Let's one go. year away. One one year year away. Why not? So we're going to uh, see a Justin Fields banner up in here, Bears players in this awesome venue that we're in. I mean, this is surreal, you guys. Right. Patrick Mahomes right over there. That next year, orange and blue. Let's he go. Picks out. Wow, that's going to look good. Fun. We did see the Super Bowl 20 banner that I take a picture with every single year. We did a Only video. One. We Only did one a video banner. that's not going to make it, but we're going to do another video <laughs> later. Hogue didn't like it, so retake. High high level of 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 integrity, Adam Hogue. That's why we love him. That's why we need him. That's why we love. That's everything about what I'm saying. Just good to see you. Um, what a weird. 24 hours it's been by the way for anybody who's yeah we're we we have some things to discuss <laughs> yes, about your yes, life as as is usual <laughs> but for i'm really excited to be here you guys know, you know how what people say like um you know something is their super bowl mm-hmm. like yeah. whatever profession you have like this event is our super bowl well the super bowl is my super bowl okay it, radio yeah, yeah, yeah. row is my super bowl i love the carm too carm and i've been here for years but we've never worked together at this thing Sweet. we're usually just handing off guests to each other the, partnership the, baby Yes. <laughs> We've been doing this since, uh, well, my first ever Super Bowl, 2017. Is that right? Minnesota? You were at Super Bowl 17? No, t- oh, 17. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd buy it. There. I'd buy it. Wow. Nick's first Super Bowl. Congratulations. Nick, 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 Nick. All and, right. And this is cool because we have our whole all-city crew out here today. So many people that you can't see on the camera right now, if you're watching on YouTube, that are helping us out. It's by far the most help I've ever had at a Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> it's, awesome. it's amazing. I love it. I feel minorly intimidated that uh, everyone is here. We had a ride to the event today from CEO Brandon Spano. We, I mean, that was our Uber ride, which was How many stars would you give the Uber ride? I mean, I thought it was a – I I liked the ride. I, I was going to yeah. go, too. <laughs> Two and a half stars. <laughs> I thought you. We got there though. We got there though. You didn't. You two all over the map on the road. What was the deal? Well, he was trying to follow Allie and and Ryan. Ryan. Oh, Ryan. I'm Ryan. sorry. Ryan, Ryan was driving and and it was like a, it was like being in a video it game, video no. game. No. trying to keep up with them because no. it's a video game I want to play. Yeah, but he popped in with huge energy. He was ready to go. <laughs> he, we got some tunes going. I have no idea. The music what we was great. Oh, great. Yeah, music. we bump it up a star for the music yep. for sure. We had stories. Yeah. I thought that actually we dropped the ball and didn't entertain the CEO enough. I think we need to do better, <laughs> to be honest. The could have done a better job. I, me and Mark, yeah, yeah, I mean, done a better job. I was, I was buried on Twitter. There was a huge fire in Chicago. Hope everybody's safe back home. Yes, yes. That, that Yeah, that was crazy. That didn't look good. Um, would you like to explain to everyone how you spent your Sunday in Phoenix all by yourself? <laughs> so I just 
came out here early on Sunday because it's Phoenix. We live in Chicago. It's beautiful out here. So I took the first flight out. I showed up at our Airbnb, this amazing house that we're staying in at 10 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> then I found out, because I didn't ask earlier, that we didn't have access till 4. <laughs> there was some weird person behind the doorbell thing that can see you. Excuse me, sir, what are you doing here? I'm like, well, I'm with the All City Group, and uh, we're checking into it. Yeah, that's not till 4. And so I was forced to just hang out all day. But then I got there at 7, and still nobody else was here. And I was like, well, I'll just take myself to dinner now. So I walked to dinner, and then I came back, and nobody was still there. And then I thought I was actually in the wrong house. Because <laughs> 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 like, where is everybody? Because you had said you had landed. I thought I was assuming that I was going to be there. And then I... You know, we've got a bunch of room options, so I spent the whole time like, which is the best room to stay in? How could you know? I, I can't take the Taj Mahal. That's for you know. That's for Brandon. That's for that's for Ali. Where 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 is the best? Where's the best small room that I can claim to be my own? And I just it was I, I was alone in my thoughts, and I didn't do a great job. But so me and Nick ended up sleeping together. How'd that go? Yeah, how did, how did it go, Mark? Because you were out before I was. How honest can I be right now? Very honest. Be <laughs> as honest as you need to we're be. We're all about honesty on yes. this show. We're learning a lot about each other on this trip, as we can all tell. So, Nick, before going to bed last night, you said you were going to get up and go for a walk this morning or a run. A run. Yeah. Run. So you set the, the dude sets the alarm. Four alarms. Never got up. Oh, oh that, that's no. Good. That's bad on my part. Horrible job. <laughs> so the alarm went off four times. Four times. Like every five, ten minutes? Yes. Yeah, wait. Do we it, even have four alarms on my phone? Oh, no. We, we, were, <laughs> we, we, we were in different beds. I, we were in different beds, but I... So the beds are pretty close I, together. I thought about cuddling at one point, and <laughs> Nick also has this thing that I have as well, and he's, you know, he's a snorer. So, is, uh, so yes. it was, it was yes. a night. It was, it was, I mean, you, but I'll say this, like, I would make noise, and I would think you would hear me, and I was certain you would hear me, and then 30 seconds later, you were right back into it. So, dude's a good sleeper. Okay. Uh, I apologize for the alarm. I thought, I thought four. I woke up for one of them, and. One, two, three, four. <laughs> four. That's, you would have killed. Gonna, and he never went for the run. And he never went for the run. That's a bad job. That's a loaf. That's a Monday loaf. Yeah, Monday loaf. Monday loaf in Arizona. Four alarms. Uh, (laughs) Bad job. Yeah, the bedroom situation was interesting because the way it worked out is I ended up in my own room after a nice game of pool where I whooped Carm's ass. Well, Hulk stole his own room. Is what happened. Yes, I had no say in any of this. (laughs) We, we were we were playing for one large bed. Uh, we, we, we thought we were going to be in room three. We ended up in room five, but in room three. But did I win the game fair and square? You did. With the understanding that we were playing for a bed. Right, but I. Not necessarily a bedroom. Playing for a bedroom way bigger than a bed, I wouldn't have played a game that you were good at that I'm terrible at for the bed. Nick, by the way, is the greatest teammate of all time. Yeah, I don't care if I have my own room or if I sleep in the same room with you guys. I'm like, um, okay, there's there's one thing I really want right now is my own room. <laughs> but I already lost that to Hogue in, in pool, which I didn't know I was playing for. But how was it in there by yourself, buddy? Uh, it was fine. The bed needs some WD-40, but we're we're Squeaky. you know yeah. we're, we're good. We had a good we had a we had a good sleep. Uh, people in the comments are commenting on how white. Your computer is. Um, oh yeah, the, 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 the back end of it okay. is it, right. it, it does show up right. as inc- no. You don't you don't have to feel no, self conscious no, no, about no, it. No, no, it looked good. No. I mean, it, it, it looked for fine. A it was there. Yeah. All right, let me. See. It yeah, yeah. It looks better now. But uh, yeah, it looks. Ali says it looks better now. So we're we're gonna. I'll I'll open this when I need it, which will be often. But uh, I don't need it right now. <laughs> well, <laughs> what, 
We are, trust me, we're getting into some Bears talk here. We are in Phoenix, so we're going to make some connections here with the Cardinals because our friends from PHNX are here. Um, we got a chance to see their studios this morning, which was awesome. Sweet. Wow. So, they're they're so living nice. well. Wow. And, um, and, you know, but we're going to have stories all week, too, from the trip. So hit that like button. Subscribe. Get going. I noticed, you and, know, and I, you, I think we should make a big goal for the week. Can, okay. I, can I do this? Sure. I noticed our CHGO... YouTube channel has 24.4 thousand subscribers. We love every single one of you, even the ones that hate me. I feel like Super Bowl week, we should be able to get that to 25,000. Seems like it doesn't a good even goal. seem like 600. We could do that, right? We can do that. So, if everybody that. was here every day and we appreciate you, you know, just tells a, a Bears friend. One friend. Or it doesn't even have to be Bears cuz doesn't even have it's to be our a whole friend. channel. You got a Chicago sports friend tell them send them a link tell them to hit subscribe uh and join in also hit that like button every single day we're only at 45 likes today that's a that's a monday loaf too. that is a loaf come yeah. on team listen let's get it up there we like these hey this is these guys they're like my friends i enjoy watching them you don't need to watch but they probably need your help their their mere existence is on the line if you all you got to do is subscribe and 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 that just helps them out couldn't you do that one person out there. I know you know someone who will do it. That seems like a, a reasonable goal for the week. Um, also, if you are in Arizona, we know we have regular listeners every single day, viewers uh, that watch or listen from the Phoenix area. So if you are here this week, if you have friends, uh, fr- we saw we saw the first two people we saw in the airport yesterday, uh, Jared Payton yep. and some random guy wearing a bear sweatshirt. You know, they're here. I, I, the first bar I walked into yesterday, waiting for you guys at 10.30 in the morning, was a great start to the day. Dude's just sitting there by himself at the bar, Bears hat. I'm like, what's up? You've got the number one pick, baby. Just in his Bears misery. <laughs> 10.30 in the morning on a Sunday in Phoenix. In this Love it. terrible, dark bar that's got very good food, but just looks so depressing. I'm like, there he is, Bears fan, Arizona. You and him. <laughs> what's up, buddy? We had a nice conversation. Yeah. Uh, well, I, so if you are here in the Arizona area, we are going to have an awesome meetup Wednesday night at Illegal Pete's in Tempe. Make sure you're there. It's Wednesday night, 7 o'clock. Uh, it's going to be a fun event, awesome venue, Illegal Pete's in Tempe, and uh, we hope to see you there. Should we jump into some... Yes, people in the comments are already RSVPing, yes. And if you're not here, you should get on a plane and come here, yeah, I think. Yeah, just do it. Yeah, and... I know that I will be giving out free hugs. I don't know what Nick and Adam will be doing, but anybody who wants a hug, I will be looking in. Carm, we want people to come. No, come on. They, I, need, <laughs> I need a little Bears Super Bowl. We're going there next year in Las Vegas, even if that sounds completely ridiculous, hug on Wednesday night at Illegal Pete's. Illegal Pete's. Yep. Illegal Pete's. Joey's going to be Pete's. there. Joey, can't wait to meet you. Carm's, All right, Joey. Carm's going to Legal Pete's. We'll be at Illegal Pete's. <laughs> <Legal. laughs> yeah. Uh, it is a little surreal. You can't, you, we, there's, you know, the giant Super Bowl banners over there. You got Patrick Mahomes could have been a bear. Jalen Hurts should have been a bear, in my opinion. Um, it hurts. It does. Pun intended. Does. But uh, you know, the Bears still have Justin Fields, and I am excited all week long to hear what people, because because the cool thing about this is like this is really a big convention, NFL royalty all over the place. Um, you know, we're we're staring at. Florio right now um, with Chris Sims. Uh, last year in L.A., that's where we were. I had to think about it for a second. In L.A. for the Super Bowl, 
there was a very positive Justin Fields vibe. Despite how disastrous that rookie season went, most people were in agreement that it really wasn't his fault. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt like throughout the week, no matter who we talked to, there was optimism about him that was much different from the year I was in Minnesota and we were asking everybody about Mitch Trubisky after his rookie season. And that was a little bit more of a, uh, I don't know, I'm not so sure about that one. Whereas last year with Fields, it was seemed pretty unanimous that, that people were excited about him. I remember talking to some of the New England media, and they were already like, yeah, we'd rather have Justin Fields than Mac Jones. And I think the way that this year played out, most people would say that that's – that's accurate. So, But now that we've seen what we've seen this year from him, I am excited to see what the take is on Fields this year. Yeah, and I think, too, like obviously he had that stretch in November where he had this national spotlight on him, right, where he's running all over the entire league. It'll be curious to see, again, what that, that perception is of him. We'll get a chance to talk to some of the players on the Eagles, too, as well. And you know, obviously they played Fields, and there's a lot of players that, that look at him and think he is can be a superstar in this league so be interesting the what those guys have to say about him well and yeah and it is media night tonight so hopefully we'll get a couple questions in with former head coach Matt Nagy about Justin Fields and everything else for that matter and talk to different players about you know that both both teams played against the Bears this year so there's an angle there yeah and uh Ryan Leaf is here which is one of my all-time favorites all right <laughs> Uh, the Chiefs game was in the preseason, obviously, but then the Eagles game was later in the year, yep. and that that is another angle. You know, what did these Eagles players have to say about Justin Fields facing them? Last? I mean, he was a nightmare. Remember that long run he had where he just barely stepped out of bounds? It was Darius Slay, I believe, that just yeah. had glowing comments about Justin Fields, what he's able to do, and just how tough he is to take down. Because again, he had pulled off some of those big runs, those explosive runs on the Eagles, and kept that game close against a team that is now playing the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. So, yeah, really looking forward to seeing what they have to say. Um, we are going to be bringing in th- – what, what's up? I want to see if Ryan Leaf wants to come on with us. But keep, 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 <laughs> I love Ryan this Leaf. Is, this I'm is a, great. You're I'm trying a to huge do fan. Ellie, right, will you see if Ryan wants to come on? He wants to come on right there. I know he does. <laughs> on, uh, on the spot? Why not? He's sitting there doing nothing. Let's go. I love just just getting guests out in the middle of the show. I I, I would say that um, that just yeah. Now, now you got me completely distracted. Keep staying with yourself. But here we go. I'm with you. I, I'm trying. Oh well. Yeah. Ryan Leaf is gonna come over. I've had Leaf on. Good, Leaf's my good guy. Job. Leaf, good job. Leaf is my guy. Yeah. You, why don't you bring him in? Because I, I will bring in Ryan Leaf. This is see. Here's our. We just were just talking over. about this. Why here's we come a former here. quarterback talking about Justin Fields. Thank we'll you get so our much, Allie. We'll, we'll get our first Justin Fields. Uh, Thank you, take, Emma. Take uh, right here. Well, first of all, like I just got to thanks, tell, Ryan. Thank you so much, Appreciate Ryan. It, man. Um, first of all, uh, Ryan and I, Mark Harmon, reintroducing myself. We we we, uh, we hung out in a hotel in Chicago. Yeah. Ryan's Ryan's done such amazing work off the field around yeah. mental health and has been so damn vulnerable with his journey. And it's just awesome to see him at the Super Bowl. And we're talking about Justin Fields right now. We could start with football. Like your impression. Uh, you know, as, as a former top of the draft pick, this guy's got all the pressure of a city on him. What you've seen two years in, what do you think of what the Bears have? I thought I thought year two was a good jump, right? I yeah. thought he started doing some things that showed his skill set. And you could probably link him to, to kind of what 
Jalen Hurts has been able to do. You know, now if he goes and concentrates this offseason and really works on some of the things he needs to in the passing game aspect of things, you add some pieces with the most cap um, number you have in, in all of football out there with $100 million. They've already said they're going to try to move the number one overall draft pick and get some assets for him. I, I, I don't see why anybody wouldn't be as excited if you're a Chicago Bears fan and what you have available to you this year. These guys jump in here, but let me just ask one more. They say that the knock on him is like he doesn't necessarily go through his progressions. He didn't do that in college. Can you learn that over time, or you just have to? Do you have to create an offense around what his skill set is right now? You got to create an offense around it, but you also, for him, what was it? What was he really good at this year? Running, running, the running the football. Running the football. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that gave them the best chance to win football games this year. Him from the pocket going through his progression was only going to get him most likely hurt earlier in the season or, you know, you know, just negative plays and negative plays and negative plays. This is what he needed. He needed some confidence, and he needed people to kind of get off his back a little bit about what he could be capable of Cause, because what we saw him accomplish, people weren't quick to go. I mean, just before the season started, people were going to say, you know, Justin Fields isn't the answer in Chicago, right? I, I yeah. do think there's been a shift in the mindset after what we saw from him this year. No doubt. So to tie this a little bit into the Eagles, uh, who the Bears played late in the year, and I, I think the one obvious difference, obviously the offensive line that Philadelphia has is in incredibly better. But what the Bears did this year with Fields was similar to what the Eagles did with Jalen Hurts a year ago, where like kind of midseason they shifted – the offense to his strengths, and then it seemed like Hurts this year took, you know, amazing strides more in the passing game. So, I mean, is that a model you could see Justin Fields, the Bears, trying to follow next year when they try to get more out of the passing game? Incredibly so. Like, yeah. and also, they have a chance to most likely go out and maybe find a wide receiver in a trade yeah. <laughs> because of all the assets they have using that number one overall choice. So, the, the, the blueprint for Philadelphia could be very comparable. And if you're a Chicago Bears fan, and you look at Philadelphia two years ago when they won four games, right? Yep. That, that's, yep. that's, there's a blueprint there in terms of what you do and how quickly you can turn it around. They have an athletic. They have a quarterback. Now, will he take the offseason? What's so been so great about the likes of Tom Brady and Jalen Hurts in this scenario? Guys that are really good, like, you know, Jalen got to the playoffs a year ago. Tom Brady's won Super Bowl after Super Bowl. They pick one thing every offseason, and they go work at it. And they get better at it. Now, if Justin Fields is that type of guy, which I think he is, he knows what he has to get better at. Yep. He goes and does that this offseason. You see a much different player in year three in this offense, what this is going to look like. And maybe some, you know, depending on where Chase Claypool is in his injury and whether mm -hmm. they can go out and maybe find another piece uh, on the outside as an elite skill position player, we'll see. Ryan, is it absolutely necessary, though, to get that number one? We look at Jalen Hurts. He's got A.J. Brown. You look at a guy like Tua Tungavailoa. It's got uh, Hill and Waddle there. These guys that can absolutely dominate a game. So for Justin Fields going into year three, is that number one wide receiver a priority? Yeah, I mean, it's it's <laughs> it may be the most important thing that, that, that we're talking about in terms of what allows Justin Fields to make that next step. He's got to have a go-to guy that when things – breakdown he knows that he's the guy also anytime you get man coverage anytime mm -hmm. you get that opportunity to take a shot you have the guy that you can go do it with because you're going to get man coverage especially with the way you run the football right especially with his legs they're going to put guys at the line of scrimmage you're going to see that a lot and you need somebody out there who can win uh, we appreciate you walking over here. We know you have a schedule, and we kind of did this on the fly. Thank you so much. He has but to go? You gotta no, get no I don't know if he has to go, but I just want to make sure because we don't have the info going we, into we this. So who are you working with this week? What are you working on <laughs> while you're here? Because I want to make sure we get that in here. Well, my flight last night, uh, don't, don't put Newark Airport and American Airlines together. It is the <laughs> worst combination you can think of. Oh, you got to go to LaGuardia if you're going American. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and so we got uh, – our plane got – you know, 
tossed aside. We had to get a new plane to swap a plane in. We're supposed to leave at five. We didn't leave till nine thirty. Got in here at like two thirty. Oh. I got my five year old with me. Oh my oh, god, man. Didn't go down to like three fifteen. Oh, had to wow. be up at five thirty for my show on Sirius XM NFL radio at at, at at seven. So it's been a day. It's been a day. Yeah, oh, you're killing it though. Killing, killing it. it. Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, I'm gonna crash here in a moment. I know what's gonna happen. <laughs> it's gonna happen right here. Well, we we appreciate you just popping over here, and I've just so appreciated how vulnerable you've been with your journey. Like, where 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 are you right now, as far as like people asking you about uh, ups, downs, roller coasters, and now you know, hey, we're like you're like media man. Look at you. Well, I think when I was in Chicago, I was uh, speaking at the. Uh, 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 I was speaking at an event yeah. there uh, at the Drake. And yeah, I think that's what right. I was there for. Yep. And so that's continued. You know, I just got back from Alabama. I spent two weeks in Alabama working with the University of Alabama around their wellness. I mean, it's the foundation of who I am. If I don't have that as the foundation, I don't get to do all this other cool stuff in, in sports. You know, it just it doesn't exist without without my recovery, without my sobriety and everything like that. It's just a it's become a piece of me, and so, and it all started from doing stuff like this on Radio Row about eight years ago. Uh, my wife came along with me; uh, she wasn't my wife at the time, and she kind of es- escorted me through this whole, this whole thing, setting me up with uh, opportunities to to kind of share my story. And we found out that it was the purposeful life that we were going to live. That's that awesome! Amazing. That's great. All right. Well, somebody who was uh, obviously once involved in a uh, early. Uh, number one, number two overall pick situation. Bears got the number one pick. What would you do? Well, if they got the quarterback, then you trade it out. Yeah, right. You, you yeah. move down and get get guys that you some, probably. Some could people get. are saying trade Justin Fields and take Bryce Young. Oh no, I get that. Yeah, I get that. I don't. I don't. I mean, <laughs> hey, I was drafted second overall, so you know, you, you you it just depends on what you get. I don't know if you put Bryce Young in this situation if he. If he flourishes like like Justin Fields is going to be able to, I think in the future, I think they fully understand that. Um, my my brother my brother is about to have his first baby here in about a couple weeks, and and his and his girl she she sells the sweets at, at Soldier Field for the Chicago Bears. Oh really? There yeah. we go. So we're going to spend a lot more time in Chicago, I think. And Points Bet, which is my which is my where I work, we have a suite at Soldier Field now too. So okay. We, we need you in Chicago. You just hang out. It's a, <laughs> we, we, we need the Bears to be relevant. We need Leaf in Chicago, and, and, we, and we, need, we need growth for players off the field. How are, how are you seeing as far as the conversation out there? There's seems like there's more guys who are willing to step into the mental health arena and the challenges of being a professional football player, and it's not all as great just because your bank account's getting zapped every two weeks. Yeah, I think, uh, I think it is, but, you know, just, just when we think it, it's gotten to do a new place. You know, Simone Biles steps up on the biggest stage in the world yeah. and just gets slammed by half the population, yep. right? Yeah. So the stigma still exists. So it's very important to continue to shine a light on it, try to destigmatize what's going on. And, you know, may never see the full change and acceptance of it in my lifetime, but sure. it doesn't mean we don't we don't stop and we don't try to be part of the solution and keep moving forward. Yeah. Well, it's always cool seeing you here every year and, and, and following your journey as well. So thank you so much for taking a few minutes here. You keep, bet. Get keep, some sleep. Keep killing <laughs> it on the serious. Keep killing in the media space. It's You're, you're damn entertaining. So I appreciate that. Keep, yeah, thanks. Yeah, all right. Ryan, Ryan Leaf, the former number two overall draft pick, joining us here. At the Super Bowl. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, Ryan. Appreciate, Appreciate it, you, man. Hey, yeah. thank you so much. Thanks, Ryan. Ryan Leaf. Uh, that was fun. This is our first Justin Fields comment of the week. There you go. We were just talking about it. So he, I mean, he shared with me back in the day that, you know, he would be knocking on doors and, like, seeing if people were home when he around Montana. And if they weren't, he was going to the house to go get, uh, to uh, see if there was any 
narcotics available, and he's come. So he was he's robbing people, and but well, that's what he was doing. No, he's been very open and honest about all this stuff. He was that for people who don't know, he was that addicted, and then he got himself together and then he comes out and he speaks about it he was he was open with me in that interview back in chicago about yeah you know i was you know i was i, I tried to kill myself and, da, 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 and then and i mean it's just it's a crazy it's such turnaround. a rare crazy turnaround just so rare for somebody to be that open let alone an nfl football player talking about that stuff he's just, ryan's an awesome guy absolutely all right we're gonna bring our next guest here in a second first want to make sure you know chgo supported by goose island beer company we got the we we, we brought the goose with us to Arizona, of course. Um, oh. Chicago's beer since 1988. <laughs> awesome, awesome roster. Blackhawks Pale Ale, which is a limited release. Want to make sure you you check that one out because the Hawks and Goose Island been neighbors for 25 plus years. Of course, you have the Goose Pub inside the United Center, which has been open for 10 years. Now they got the Bull City 312 as well. I know Carm likes that one. I do. You got the yeah, um, the Green Line. You can never go wrong with the Green Line. One of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And then the No Plans Pale Ale is the one I'm mm-hmm. I'm all on right now. Uh, Goose Island's two local locations are open, ready to welcome you. Grab a beer right from their innovation tanks at the Goose Island Tap Room at 1800 West Fulton, or get a Smash Burger and a fresh beer of the week at the original Clybourne brew house at 1800 North Clybourne for reservations and pickup go to gooseisland.com slash locations goose island beer company and while you're drinking that goose it's nothing better to be playing some cornhole with shy town custom cornhole the number one cornhole provider for chicagoland and illinois since 2007 they've got the signature box style design it can be digitally printed covered in vinyl painted it looks awesome you're going to feel like an incredibly cool person when you show up at your tailgate or just hang out with your friends, whatever you're doing. There's an LED that lights up the whole exterior. It handles for easy carrying. They're veteran-owned and operated. You're buying local. It's awesome. They can ship it anywhere, by the way. So wherever you're watching, Chi-Town uh, Cornhole will get it done for you, specializing in corporate designs, all that stuff. Uh, so check out their website, ChiTownCornhole.com. Make sure to follow them also on Instagram if you want to check them out at Chi-Town Custom Cornhole Boards. Yay. Let's talk some Arizona Cardinals to the Bears. Yes. All right. So we are here in Phoenix. That would be a good idea to bring in our guy, Bo Brack, from PHNX. He covers the Cardinals. There's some connections here we got to yeah. talk about. Thanks for jumping on with us. It's tough to follow Ryan Leaf. It's like following <laughs> Peyton Manning in the NFL draft. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big deal. Wow. The, the yeah. guy covers it all, right? I mean, it's like it tugs at the heartstrings. I mean, he's got everything plus the analysis. He's such a he's, I mean, as far as evaluating talent in the quarterback position, he's unbelievable. Yeah, no, it, it uh, good job by you. Hey, he was well, so we got right. some help help from Emma over there. Emma too. was huge. Thank you so much, Emma. Uh, that was awesome. Yeah. This is this is not the type of help I'm usually ha- used to at Super Bowl. <laughs> this is great. All I love it. Uh, so you guys want to steal one of our players? Let's get into it. Well, at least one, <laughs> maybe <laughs> two. I got a defensive lineman I have my eyes on too. All right. Um, first of all, let's just start with what the hell's going on with the Cardinals. They haven't hired a coach yet. Yeah. Um, they also apparently offered their GM job to Ian Cunningham, mm-hmm. and we know well in Chicago, the Bears' assistant general manager, and supposedly he turned it down. Right. Um, What's going on? What like what's the, before we get to DeAndre Hopkins and what's going to happen this offseason, Just what's the state of of the coaching search right now? How much time do you guys have? <laughs> is this an hour oh, podcast? Because I mean, the, it is like the sands of time. It, it's unbelievable. It's a soap opera. Is just dysfunctional on and off the field throughout the season. 
uh, and then they decided to make a move. They decided to pretty much hit the reset button this offseason, move off of Cliff Kingsbury. I think general manager Steve Kime kind of did them a solid by resigning the week before. So now you get to move forward where Michael Bidwell, the president and owner of this organization, he doesn't have Steve Kime for the first time in two decades who's, who's kind of been leading him kind of astray as far as how to build a team. And, and you're hoping that even though Ian Cunningham said thanks but no thanks, Monty Ford is a general manager with you know two decades experience in this league mm-hmm. that can maybe start to make the correct just decisions as far as the architect of this roster, as far as building through the draft, building around a big quarterback contract that they're going to see under Kyler Murray. Uh, but as far as how they're dragging their feet on this, this coaching search, it's kind of unprecedented, right? I mean, are, are they going to go with – they've got pretty much whittled down the three candidates. you got Lou Amaruno, from, the defensive coordinator from the Bengals. you got Brian Flores, who's always been there. He's got his red flags, right, coming mm-hmm. from Miami. But you like what you've heard from him coming out of Pittsburgh. And then, uh, you know, you've got Mike Kafka, who's like, is he Cliff Kingsbury 2.0? Not a whole lot of – uh, you know, time in this league, you don't know what he's responsible for as far as play calling in New York and then how much he, he worked in Kansas City with Andy Reid. What do you make of coaches don't want to go to Arizona because yeah. they don't want to be with Kyler Murray? I don't buy mm-hmm. it. I, I talked to Tony Pauline, who had that report in, in Mobile, very well respected as far as, you know, scouting and getting you ready for the NFL draft. And it kind of felt I don't want to say it's clickbait, but it, when I talked to him, he said, well, you know, GM's like their guys. They don't want to be tied to a five-year, $230.5 million contract if it's not their guy. But it wasn't like, hey, guys don't want to come here because Kyler Murray. I think he, he is a guy that is, is, makes the job more attractive. He's a guy that's been successful more often than not. Were there bad habits? Is there challenges to coaching Kyler Murray? Absolutely. But, you know, is, is it make the job more attractive that you've got that quarterback in place when he returns from the ACL injury, which has become more and more routine? I think that absolutely a coach is going to want to. If you think you're worth a lick of a head coach, you should be able to get Kyler Murray back on track or think or be confident enough that you can. But let, let's let's talk about this with DeAndre Hopkins. What's kind of the status right now with him? Or is he? Do you envision him still being with this team under new management, or do you envision that DeAndre Hopkins is probably going to have a new home in 2023? It's it's not that polarizing of a, of a thought to think it's mutually beneficial for both sides to just maybe part ways. Uh, he's he's in good standing with the organization. He sat down with Monty Austinfort on Friday. He went to the team facility. And he talked to him and about his future. We don't know what was maybe decided, but you got to imagine that it was somewhere in the realm of, hey, we're going to shop you. We're going to see if we can figure things out as far as cap-wise it makes sense. And if they can get return for DeAndre Hopkins, who's going to be 31 next season, you know, do you want to give him the opportunity to go play for a championship or play for a rising team like Chicago instead of being at the ground level of a rebuild? 64 catches, 96 targets, 717 yards. He was dinged up, played in nine games. If you're the Bears, do you want DeAndre Hopkins? Yeah. Yeah, you, you do. do. I, I think he can play the role that he played with Kyler Murray in year two. He can be a guy, be, I mean, you throw it in his general vicinity, he catches the football. Yep. He makes plays. He's an elite route runner. He is, as advertised, now what's his shelf life at 31? Maybe one, two more years, but that's his contract. So, you can kind of go back to the negotiation table after that, but why not get Fields a guy that is ready to just plug and make big plays for you in the passing game? See, my question is more about would he want to come to Chicago, and he's got that no-trade clause, yeah. and I'm, I don't know if he'll get it, but I'm guessing that his agent will 
use that no trade clauses leverage to potentially get an extension from whichever team is trading for him, which then might hurt the value in return going to the Cardinals. I don't know, but um, I, I just can't see the Bears being in a position where they would extend Hopkins on top of paying. I mean, yeah. they certainly have the, the space to pay him the next two years, but then to extend him at his age, I don't know if that fits in with That's the timeline. That's a ballsy time business move. It, yeah. It's probably not a smart business move to be throwing out big extensions at his at his age. It just, But yeah. he would be good in the short term. I mean, I think he would do exactly what this offense is kind of craving in having that elite playmaking in that position. Well, Bo, how has a guy like DeAndre Hopkins helped Kyler Murray develop as a quarterback? Because yeah. whatever he did to help him, I'm sure – you know, it can also help Fields in the same situation. I don't know if this is a negative, but he kind of created a crutch, too. I mean, everybody, you, you hear things about Kyler Murray as far as pre-snap. And when, when D-Hop came back from a six-game suspension, which I wouldn't be concerned about the suspension. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think that that was something where he was trying to get an edge. It was just something he got popped for. There was minimal traces of the banned substance that got him six games. But uh, what DeAndre Hopkins forces the defenses to kind of show their hand pre-snap made it easier for Kyler Murray to know what he was going to do with the football once it was snapped. And, I mean, he just he was able to do things, you know, within the offense and maybe improvising as well that helped Kyler Murray just find open spaces. He's just such a, uh, an elite route runner, man. It made things so much easier for Kyler Murray, and he would certainly do the same for Justin Fields. What's a fair trade? What's the, what's the number here? You, you know, I think you start the conversation with a two. I, I'm, not in the, I'm not somebody that thinks you're going to get a one for him at his age and his mm -hmm. price. Uh, but then I would say that the Arizona Cardinals, the advantage they have if they don't get something like a two or three, you probably just shut down conversations and say, hey, we've got to, we'll keep a playmate for, for Kyler Murray going forward. Yeah, that, that part of it's going to be interesting. Give you mm -hmm. two third-rounders, two threes. Two threes? <laughs> I mean, look, if you want an expedited rebuild, I mean, it's not Steve Kime making the draft picks any longer. It's not like those are just going to be spent on the Andy Isabellas of the world. Uh, <laughs> you know, I think that, that that's appe appealing as far as trying to get something going. All right, uh, tell deal. us about Zach Allen. Yeah. Because the Bears need a lot of help on their defensive line. I, I love Zach Allen. He took a huge step forward. He was J.J. Watt's shadow for his short tenure here in the Valley, and he had a massive year this year, set career highs as far as sacks. He, was, he looked like J.J. Swat at times. He was just knocking footballs down at the line of scrimmage. But his biggest issue is staying healthy. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's mm -hmm. great when healthy. I mean, that's the whole qualifier for Zach Allen. So, you know, the Bears just armed with cap space. And Zach Allen, I talked to him before the team went off in the offseason, and he's just going to let his agent do the work there. So he's not tied to the Valley. He's not tied to the team that drafted him in the third round of Boston College. So I think he'll probably chase the biggest paycheck. You guys got a ton of money to spend. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's probably worth the chance. I, I mean, as much as I'd, I'd love to see him in a Cardinals uniform going forward. Yeah, I'm really intrigued to see what the Bears – Pro personnel mm -hmm. people think when you know when they scout these players from another team because he's still young, 25, uh, definitely got better, yeah. right? And you love the mentorship. Uh, like uh, obviously, as a Badger, hearing the mentorship <laughs> of JJ, JJ Watt makes me feel good about that. Teams didn't even run counter run plays on those guys. They were just in the backfield mm -hmm. so quickly. I mean, they didn't even practice against counters because they knew that opposing offenses weren't going to run that. But and he was just, he arguably was having a better season uh, than J.J. Watt before Watt at the end of the season just 
racked up some sacks to, yeah. to really look his, make his final season look incredible. You put him on a Bears team, he's got no help around him. Is he effective? Yeah, he's been a, he, was, he was effective with, with Watt out of the lineup. He's been effective on, on lesser defensive lines in his career before. I, I think he's just a, he's a, he's a big-time impact maker so when that, healthy. That almost sounds like you like him as much as like a Duran Payne if you can get. Oh, man, yeah. That's, you do? Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I think. Payne is, is the top name uh, okay. on the free agent okay. market. Okay. And I, like, I didn't want to bring his name up because I want the Cardinals to get him. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Very mom on that. Okay, there we go. But we've got to make sure he gets the free agency first. Yeah, that's true. They <laughs> can just tag him. And, right. And then all of us will be like, oh, okay, never mind. Well, yeah. I think Bo's making a very good point is that we have the power to determine what happens here. If yeah. we talk about it, right. it's going it's to it's manifest mm-hmm. itself. Yeah. Bo, real quickly, um, Will Hernandez was a guy I remember looking in the pre-draft process is that a guy that is an upgrade? I mean, the Bears need a lot of help on the offensive line. Yeah. How's he played with, with the Cardinals? He played really well, but he came in. He was playing under his former college coach and Sean Kugler, and he was unceremoniously fired uh, after an incident in Mexico mm-hmm. City. But him reconnecting with Will Hernandez kind of resurrected his career because mm-hmm. he, was a, he was a draft bust, to be honest yeah. with you, coming out of uh, El Pat to UTEP to the Giants. And Giants fans, anytime I thought – hey, this could be something where he could be successful. Giants fans jumped in my mentions and said, you're an idiot. Mm. He sucks, but he was solid. He was, okay. he was as uh, consistent as any Arizona Cardinals offensive lineman could have been this season. Now, that's not saying too much, but I thought, you know, they said all he could do is, like, uh, protect in a phone booth, and we saw more than that. I mean, he's a good guy to have uh, as far as just playing a steady guy at right guard who's nasty, mm-hmm. maybe to a fault, gets penalized uh, Sometimes backbreaking, but for the most part, he played consistently at the guard position. Good in the run game, decent in the pass. Prediction on what the Cardinals do at three? Um, if, if if you if the Bears trade away their pick, I think the best move for the Cardinals is to stick and pick because then you're getting the best non-quarterback prospect in the draft. You get yeah. your pick between Jalen Carter and Will Anderson. Unless somebody's coming at you with a huge, huge haul, I think you stick and pick. You get an elite defensive player to give your next head coach to move forward with. Yeah, that's to me, the Cardinals are in a really interesting spot for the Bears at three because if you're the Bears and, and you're, you know, if you trade back to four with the Colts, okay, now you get your pick between the two, you know, between who, whoever the Cardinals don't take. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you're at least opening up the chance that maybe they'll still trade back with somebody else, uh, you know, that wants to, to, to get up. But, um, you start going farther back, then you're limiting your options. So I, I find it really intriguing what the Cardinals yeah. do. Yeah, I mean, it could be kind of a linchpin for the rest of the draft, uh, or they could be there. Like, if, if another quarterback-hungry team wants to get back into it and it goes QB, 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 and you can stay within the top ten, you know, this is not a roster that's complete. It's not a bare cupboard, but I think that the Cardinals would probably benefit by getting a, just a guy that they love. And Will Anderson or Jalen Carter at three. Do you have a preference on one of the two? That I'm, I'm early on Anderson. I, I think that uh, they got zero production from that pass rush this this season. You know, the interior was where they got it done. But uh, you know, you, you can't go wrong with Jalen Carter either. I mean, it it would be a, a good pick regardless for the Arizona Cardinals. I always yeah. wonder about from the Bears' perspective. If you go to four, well then. You can't blame us for getting it wrong if we took Anderson and Carter's great because, right. you know, hey, hey, this is who was left. That was the best player on the board. We took him. I See, I don't I, agree with that, though. You're still, you're still responsible for who you draft. No, if, you, if you're wrong on it, then you should have drafted somebody else, like an <laughs> offensive lineman or I'm, something. I'm not, I'm not saying that I agree with it, but I think sometimes yeah. in job preservation in that position, 
it might be appealing to even even a young aggressive Ryan Poles who should have the ultimate confidence it, in himself. It'd be, it'd be tough, I think, for either fan base to swallow if, if you trade out of the top five and you're sitting there and you've got a hall of picks maybe beyond the first round. You take like a Skaronski and you, mm-hmm. there's more of a question mark or like a Miles Murphy on the defensive side of the football. More questions surrounding him instead of like maybe the, the more educated guest proven commodity. Yeah. Why did the Cliff Kingsbury thing go so wrong? Uh, you know, I think Cliff had this expectation for the players to take care of their own business, be professionals, and so we all know that that's you, you got to be more of a disciplinarian. He was a player's coach to a fault, uh, and at, at the end of the day, Kyler Murray signed a massive deal, took a step back. They won one game in the last calendar year at home. You just couldn't spend that one more year. Yeah. It's even even though you know year one, year two, year three, you saw the team have more wins than the previous year, which, you know, it, it deserved to get a fourth year. But the massive step back and the dysfunction that was just kind of pouring out of that organization, uh, pe- heads have to roll, and, you know, oftentimes it's the head coach, and that was the case here. Uh, unsolicited, I would I would bring in Brian Flores. I would love to see Brian Flores. Yeah, That's yeah, my top be. pick between the three guys. I mean, what he was able to do year one in Miami when they wanted to tank and then wins double-digit games, and then wins the same amount of games as Mike McDaniel uh, did this year, as last year just didn't make it to the dance. Uh, I think he's a pretty solid head coach, leader of men that they're looking, f- that they should be looking for. How many Cardinals fans are deep down Bears fans? So many <laughs> Chicago people down here. <laughs> I mean, you. Could, I mean, one of my first experiences uh, at, at the new Cardinals stadium was the game that they won without scoring an offensive touchdown where they rallied oh, behind. Man. It was Matt Leinart, and it was Earl We were, we were talking about that game last that night game, at the Airbnb. That'll put a Cardinals just mind in a pretzel. It will just send them into the deepest depression. It was just one of the worst games ever to remember. Just yeah. Like, they rallied behind with no offensive scores. No, what we were talking about last night. Four pe- picks. People forget that that's one of the worst quarterback games in the yeah. history of the NFL. I mean, Rex Grossman was so bad in that game. His <laughs> his passer rating was 10. We looked it up last night, 10.4 or something like that. He was so bad. Um, but the Bears defense and Devin Hester just – and, and we're talking about Hester this week because he could get in the Hall of Fame on yeah. Thursday. And it's like, I mean, that game should be right up there as, like, reason number one that he should get in the Hall of yeah, Fame. Yeah, no doubt about it. <laughs> That's shocking that he's, it's, there's a chance he doesn't make it. Right. Well, he didn't. We thought he was going to get in last year except for Carm. Carm's anti-first ballot Hall of Fame. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't want to be in that, in that fire right now because he's getting in this week. But I, 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 my argument, Bo, has been that he – is a special teams guy and if we are going to have like some level of this is a first ballot hall of famer start at the quarterback position was a running back killed people as a linebacker that person has more impact on the field than the special teams guy who greatest to ever do it right not taking anything away from him but there is a there is a difference there between those two players and by the way it seems like the voters agreed with me on that <laughs> so true, i can't true. be but that. didn't he transcend that just how impactful sure. he was yes. sure transcendent yes Full transcension of transcending, but, but I mean, like, <laughs> and you know this because because you cover football and you talk to any coach at any level, and the first thing they talk about is field position, yeah, and how oh, important yeah. that is. And so, if your entire career was impacting field position in a positive way, you're not going to find like a coach. The championship game. I mean, that was yeah. won by a, a big Absolutely, time yeah. punt yeah. return. Yeah. yeah, just like that. So anyway, yeah, and we got plenty of time to talk to, about to, to, to further argue against myself, the Bears have been. 
to the Super Bowl twice in my lifetime, and one of the main reasons that they went the second time was because of him. So Yep, and that was that same season Hall of Famer. With, with, the, with the Cardinals game. All right, Bo, appreciate you coming on. Uh, you guys are live at 4, That's right. right? So uh, if you guys want more coverage from, from Radio Row here, we got DNVR coming up at, at – uh, I'm, now I'm doing mountain time. So yeah, I have no do, idea. Do the conversion. That would be five, 5 in Chicago. Uh, check, make sure you uh, check out the PHNX uh, sports YouTube channel as well. Subscribe there and watch all your coverage. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, guys. All right. Well, there he the is, awesome Bo stuff, Brack. Bo. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter, and you should follow him on Twitter, too, at Bo Brack. Um, it was the most solid guest appearance in the history of the show. That was right down the middle there. Look at Booker Bo. Better than Ryan Leaf? No, no. I mean, I don't want to take anything away from Ryan Leaf, but that was a <laughs> phenomenal job by Bo. Just Good lineup of guests. I just want to you know, salute a teammate. That was great. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's fun to have everyone, everyone here. We're going to continue to find ways to intertwine the shows. I almost went on a rant about Mike Kafka there, but... Uh, Good. Oh, maybe okay. we'll save it for their show. You stopped yourself on Mike Kafka. I thought you loved Mike Kafka. I do. That's why I was going to okay. go. I was going to push all in for Mike okay. Kafka. I don't Pat, have questions about Pat Finley's here. It's Patrick Finley. Does he want to come over? Did he even no. see us? He, I think he ignored us. Did he just? Did Pat he, Finley he just, just dog the, us? Yeah. You, you might have to text him right now. I, know. I, I, I just. I mean, I think we could use we could use two minutes with Pat Finley. This is first of all. I got. He saw. He saw. He saw and was like, oh. Oh my goodness! That's my former <laughs> professor right he's, there. He's, he's not see people it down. Why, why can't Why can't Chicago love CHGO more? Come on, Pat Finley, you're you're a friend of the oh, program. Oh, he loves. He, loves he is constantly monitoring what Greg Braggs is tweeting about and texting me about <laughs> it. Rise and shine. He definitely cares. We're gonna we're gonna do a Pat Finley text and make him walk over here in a second. Um, but first, are you ready for the biggest Sunday? Yes. In sports? In the history of yes. ready, I'm ready. Yeah. Uh, well, DraftKings Sportsbook, they're ready. An official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57 has all the Super Bowl action. You need new customers can bet just $5, get 200 in bonus bets instantly. It's a great deal this Sunday uh, and all week long. You can sign up. Plus, all customers get in on the Super Bowl 57 excitement with the DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boost. Check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day. This is important. Every single day uh, between 6 and 9 p.m., that's Eastern time. So, man, they're going to make me do a bunch of math here. So 5 to 8 Central time. There you go. And then we'll do another one, which is uh, 4 to 7. Se- yeah, 4 to 7, right? Mountain time. Yes. Which is where we are Whatever, you do it yourself <laughs> to see what prop bet will be boosted. So there'll be a pro- the go. point is there's a prop bet that's getting boosted, and uh, you can check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every single day this week during happy hour. Find that out. You'll get a prop bet boosted. It gives you better odds, and you're going to want to cash in on that on Super Bowl Sunday. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code CHGO. New customers can bet $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. After you check out DraftKings, you got to check out FOCO. Chicago, you already got the best coverage for your favorite team, so get fitted out in the best sports gear around. FOCO got you covered from Soldier Field to the front room, north or south side with hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between. Get decked out like DeMar with the leader in sports merchant collectibles, FOCO. Looking for the perfect gift for the football fan in your life? FOCO's got you covered with hoodies to fight that Lake Michigan breeze. Check out FOCO.com or click the link in the description below for all non-presale items. Use promo code CHGO for 10% off. All right. Good stuff, Nick. 
Thank you, Mark. There's a, love, there's love a my 670 folks. The Score convention going on behind us with uh, old school old school friends. I love, This is why Radio Row is so fun. You and really you get Pat Finley walking by just ignore. I just texted him. I said, did you just ignore us? Did he respond? So we'll hear, no, he, I just texted it. So we'll, we'll, we'll find out. All right. Um, let's see. What else we have on the agenda? We had Nick I, wanting to talk about T. Higgins. I know that. And I've also uh, got a thing about I just find it very interesting that we don't need to play the Super Bowl because NFL Madden is already simulated and the Eagles won by two touchdowns. Not that they ever get it right because they've been wrong the last two years. but So then we do need to play the Super we Bowl. We do. It's 31-17. Yeah. 31-17. Jalen Hurts is going to have a huge game on Sunday, according to Madden. Uh, can I, you see a blowout in the Super, this Super Bowl? Or can we actually Do we see uh, a blowout for one of these teams? I don't know. I think, I think it's going to be a one-score game, to be completely honest, with, with these two quarterbacks and how the teams are built. Obviously, the Eagles have the better team, but... I'm seeing a close game on, what, this Monday? Early yeah, I, I don't see a blowout happen. No. I think Madden's got it off. No, we're gonna, it, I think it's going to be a great Super Bowl. Abs- and, we well. did have a blowout on the pool table last night, though, so that was Ooh, that's I, true. I did film some of that, for, too. For the record, the Madden simulation has missed the last two seasons. Picked the Bengals last year, of course, over the Rams, and they had the Chiefs in Super Bowl 55, which the Bucks won, and... They got the year prior right, but then the year before that, they got two wrong. So I don't know why I'm bringing this up, but I find it. I just I love the level of detail. Jalen Hurts is going to go 26 of 33 for 282 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. He's going to rush it 10 times for 88 yards. A.J. Brown's going to connect on a 26-yarder, and Devonta Smith is going to have a 63-yard touchdown pass that he didn't wow. catch, but he's going to act like he caught it, <laughs> and it's going to be a touchdown for 63 yards because he's going to run right up to the line and do this again. We won't go down that road again. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sports and uh, uh, You guys, yeah, I, I did want to talk about T. Higgins real quickly. And we just had Ryan Leaf on. And I asked him, is a number one wide receiver a priority? He said, yes, yeah. absolutely. And look, Higgins is not a free agent, still in his rookie contract. But if he were to become available, we were just talking about DeAndre Hopkins, 31 years old. T. Higgins is 24, yeah. has put up back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons, is is a number one on a team that already has a number one, Jamar Chase. I, if he were to become available, like that would be my top target for the Bears. Somehow you get him on this team, whatever draft capital, and if it's a first-round pick, I'm okay with doing that. Well, one of the glorious parts about the NFL is the way it's built with the salary cap. You just I, you can identify teams that are getting into some problem areas. Now the Bengals have a lot of cap space. They're not a they're not one of these good teams that has already sold out and to try to go all in. So you know they may find a way to keep T Higgins. He's still under contract for another year, so it's not like they have to 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 make a move on this right now. Um, but they do down the road have this issue of paying Joe Burrow paying Jamar Chase, and then to pay another top receiver on top of that is just not usually how it's done um, to keep your line of scrimmage as Absolutely. healthy as it needs to be. And that's been an issue for the Bengals. It, it, and you saw it again in the playoffs where the offensive line held up for one week with the injuries, but then they couldn't do it last week against the Chiefs. So it, they, you certainly identify certain situations where something's got to give. And the question becomes for the Bengals, do you want to keep T. Higgins around? They're still going to be – that's where I have an issue with them making this trade now. It makes sense because other teams have done this. Okay, we know we got to pay this guy in a year. Let's max out what we can get for him now for the future. But at the same time, if you're the Bengals and you've been this close two years in a row – 
Why would you move off well, of it well, so did, quickly? Did, yeah. do, you, do you really – you're not really forced to make that move right now. Um, I, that's where I'm a little hesitant that they're actually going to go down that road of trading them. If they do put them on the market, 1,000% love the idea of the Bears acquiring them. I'm struggling to figure out the trade compensation, though, because mm-hmm. this guy is probably worth the first-round pick. The Bears aren't going to give up the number one no, overall no. pick for him. Right, so the Bears would have to have a very aggressive trading session leading up to the draft, which I think we all are hoping will happen. But so let's just say in, in, in one dream scenario, they, they trade one to two, and the Texans are so aggressive. They absolutely have to have it because everybody wants the number one pick by that point. That They, they give you the 12. All right, so now you get the two and the 12. You get... Your Carter or Anderson at 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 two, and then you can tr- you, you're going to trade the you trade twelve for T Higgins. Trade for twelve for T Higgins, that seems so aggressive to me. Yeah, uh, but so now especially because there you could draft right. Jackson Smith and Nigba or right. something. Or let's uh, so let's say okay. you trade. Let's say you do one to two, and then you do two to nine, and you make you get multiple picks from Carolina, who's got so many second round picks. And, and maybe they give you a first next year. Are you trading a first next year and a second-round pick for him? Polls showed us that he has some level of belief in, in Justin Fields to, to make the move for Claypool, right? I mean, he was trading a second-round pick, so it wouldn't be like, I need to see more in Justin to invest a number-one pick going forward. But I do wonder, just the way that thing fell out, if he'd be willing to do it again or if he actually does really want to see a little bit more before he makes that level of an aggressive play. Maybe he doesn't need to see it anymore. Maybe he's already figured it out. Maybe I'm asking a dumb question. But I, I would be, if I'm guessing whether or not he would do that, I, w- I would be very skeptical that he'd be as aggressive as Nick is and, bo- and both of you guys are proposing. Well, I think if he does it, it's because he wants to actually see Fields at his full potential. You finally get a guy that's a proven commodity in this league, and you know, obviously you can maybe draft a, a rookie wide receiver there at 12, like the scenario we were just playing at. But if you have T. Higgins, that is a known commodity. That's a guy that helps you immediately right away that you can get in the offseason to help you out to get that, that chemistry going. So I don't think it would be a crazy idea. Maybe it's a little aggressive for Ryan Poles, but at least you're getting a guy. You got his guy, and now Justin Fields knows that. The offense knows that. And then you get Mooney back. You have – Claypool, maybe Valus Jones Jr. makes a jump here, but then you have, I, I would think, a nice group of wide receivers to complement Justin Fields and his ability to throw downfield. I, I, in no way, shape, or form would I want to be thinking that it's it'd be crazy. I would. I'm just saying, I'd be surprised if he did it, and I think it would be wildly celebrated, right? Well, it, it, probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think if it's I the right so. combination, you you do get this dynamic. I think with all NFL fan bases, but especially the Bears, where I I sometimes think we overvalue the draft picks, and and minimize. I mean, in general, yes, you build through the draft. Yes, you want to have as much draft capital as possible, but you also can't be afraid to trade that it's draft capital at at certain points in time. Just look at. The, the I, to, to me, the, the Eagles with A.J. Brown, the, the, the Bills with Stephon Diggs, which worked out well for Perfect. both sides, which was another example of a team like the Vikings. You had to pay their guy. They knew that was coming. They knew they couldn't keep him. They flipped Diggs. They get the greatest wide receiver probably in the league right now in Justin Jefferson, uh, but it worked out for both sides. So uh, I, I think what's, what's great about this offseason, though, guys, is – we can talk about all this stuff, and there's so many different permutations of possibilities. Whereas last year we went in through the whole offseason and we're like, yeah, they're not going to do anything. 
They could, yeah, you could you can on the one hand count like the options for the Bears. Now it's you know it's it's limitless, limitless what they can do. Your dime, your dance floor, Ryan Poles. Let's go. We're expecting entertainment here all, all off season long. How many days till the draft now? What are we at? Uh, what, 78, 93, 42. Yeah. Math. By the way, there's one comment here from Doug. Uh, you would really rather have T. Higgins was a toss-up between him and Mooney for wide receiver one versus using that top pick to draft Jackson Smith and Nick Bond. No, I did, actually, I just said they could draft him there. Uh, depend, if it's mid later in the first round, you're not going to take him number one overall. Also, uh, all it's due not, respect, Dar Dar Darnell Mooney, I love Darnell Mooney. T. Higgins is way better. There, yeah, that, that shouldn't be even an <laughs> argument, to be completely honest. And Sorry, Doug, but yeah, T. Higgins, is he's a dude. I would love to see them both on the field at the same yes, time. I absolutely. think they would play off each other extremely well. Um, they're just different wide receivers. And, and T. Higgins has the ability to be that number one. That When I talk about a number one, I think this is, is key. Is You're talking about matchups always in football, right? So who's getting the attention and who has the skill set that can still weave their way out of it? Out of a scheme, yeah. and, and what we learned this year, I still love Mooney. But with no other help around him, when he got all the attention, he just wasn't dynamic or big enough to to to, to do it to capitalize. And, yeah, and, yeah. And, and so I ideally you got to get them both on the field. That's the thing you got to get more options like that on the field at the same time to give yourself those advantageous matches. Guys, just look at the touchdown he scored against the, the Chiefs, where it's just he's bigger and can elevate over any of the defenders there. It's in that front right corner of the end zone. That's that's not yeah. Darnell Mooney. That's Ca T. Higgins. Catch radius. And if there's one guy who would love or should love to have a T. Higgins coming in here, as competitive as he is about his own abilities, Darnell Mooney would would absolutely love for the Bears mm -hmm. to get somebody like that to free himself up to put up huge numbers. So when he gets to his his free agency point, if the Bears don't send sign him to a contract extension before that, he'll get a lot more money than absolutely. than what he just was able to throw out there this past year. So. Okay. Yeah, I'm more weapons. More weapons. Uh, more help. By, sure. the, by the way, it, not only did Pat Finley ignore us walking by, now he's ignoring now ignoring text? my text. This is a fight. We got, we got problems. <laughs> That's a we got a problem here. We're going this over is there. a CHO sometimes war that has begun. Bring it on, Finley. Yeah. You don't want to respond to Hogue. That's, you're going to have a problem with Carm and Moriano, too. Yep. And another thing, Moriano. That's how you say his last name. Oh, Luke Nick. Nels. <laughs> We're yes, talking sir. about you, Luke Nels. We love you, Luke Nels. Come on. Well, how show. did he say it? M Marino. 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 Yeah. Like, I like think Dan, that's, that's the Dan most Marino. Common one. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you're going to bring him on the Big Fox 32 Sunday night extravaganza. We got to get a Moriano going on here. We can't have a Dan Marino. I, I agree. Um, his I dad is wants to. Hunt down Lou Canales. <laughs> <laughs> My dad's like, I need to talk to Lou next time I ever see him. Sweet like, Lou. Oh. Sweet Lou's on the list. Can't have that. Uh, I know we got some super chats that we got to get to. Um, right, Allie? I think we got a few. I saw yes, them popping in earlier. The first one here from Isaac. If the choice was D-Hop for a third in his current contract or Higgins for a new massive contract at his age for a second, what do you choose? Uh, for a second oh, for round? A second? Oh, yeah. I would go Higgins. I T. Higgins all day. Without a doubt. But let's just change that up and, and just add on. If it was just, it was a first and and a new massive contract and a third with the current, which one are you guys taking? I wonder how high that first is. If it's at 12, we were just talking about. Let's say, it, let's say you don't know what it's going to be. Let's say it's next year's Bears first for whatever. So the mm. Texans first next year or the Carolinas first next year. What are you doing? 
I'll just stick with T. Higgins with that first-round pick that you would get for the Bears next year. So yeah, you that, want that's that's who I'm going Nick with. Nick wants here. T. Higgins. Yeah, I don't know. That gets pretty pricey because you are factoring in. You're not talking about a first-round pick and the money. Um, that's the guy you want to build if, with. If you're giving me that scenario where I don't have to extend Hopkins, where I know I can get out of that after a year, then I think I side towards a safer option, which is Hopkins, and then still try to find another avenue to to add. You know that younger wide receiver won at some point, maybe in next year's draft. Yeah, yeah, so I, I, I would, tough. I would, I would be on the conservative side too, and I take Hopkins and try to draft my wide receiver and get it right. Yeah. Um, All right. Are sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. After hours, Luke says, "Hey, was wondering why Jones was at the Senior Bowl, and is it normal for teams to bring their current players to the Senior Bowl?" Oh, Valus, yeah, Valus Jones Jr. was at the the Senior Bowl, kind of yeah. just hanging out. He's from he's the, from Mobile. I think that's why he was there. Um, and he was just there one day, right? Yeah, he was he, just there he one just day. Stopped by. Then he was gone. So, quick, quick little stop at his hometown. Yeah. But he he was like traveling before that too. I was like monitoring his Instagram stories. He was everywhere, kind of just doing his own thing. We're gonna do some Vela's conversation this off season at some point, and the way he handled himself at the end of the year, I think, is good reason for Bears fans to be at least moderately optimistic that he can take a big jump in year two. I'm, I'm I, I agree. I, I think there were some small signs there at the end of the season where I went from we, – and we had these, some of these conversations middle of the season, middle to late in the season, being like, is this guy make Uh-oh. the team next year? But then he – and that's another reason why he, he, the position the Bears were in this season, it was all about just giving guys more and more opportunity. That's why we were critical at times in the middle of the season where he was inactive. Yep. Because it yep. was like, dude, you got to right. see what this guy could do, good or bad. You got to see it. I still would have liked to see him get another chance to catch some punts at yeah. some point. Um, so He's got to earn that trust. Definitely got to earn that trust again. It's tough. By the way, we have uh, almost 500 people watching and only 142 likes. we got to get that number that over 200. Right. Come on, guys. Uh, we got another uh, Super Chat? Yes, one more. Daniel here says, Super Bowl predictions, which defensive player will be best in the big game? Oh, I'm going Chris Jones. Chris, Chris Jones. Jones from the Chiefs. He saw what he did with the Bengals. In the AFC Championship game, absolute game wrecker. Going with Chris Jones. Well, the Madden Simulator has Chris Jones with two sacks, Nick. Uh, so, so you're 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 sniffing what madness is 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 putting down right like that. So I'm, I'm going Hassan Reddick. Oh, he's he, not a good one. Yeah. He has turned into an absolute game wrecker here in the playoffs. And it's quick. good for him. You know, being here in Arizona, former former Cardinal, who's really seems to have figured it out there. He's got more power to his game than that he's clearly developed and, and converting speed to power. I, he's been great. Without naming anybody specifically, what I think is interesting about that Super Chat is you look at the Chiefs, and every year they have gotten to the Super Bowl, it's been, been because of Patrick Mahomes, not to take anything away with, from how he played. But the Chiefs are here right now because of their defense, at least through the playoffs. They would not. They, they were on the ropes. Burrow had them, and, and Jones was able to get to the quarterback, and it just changed the whole dynamic Absolutely. of the game. Yeah. So D- Doug Dyer said Robert Quinn. <laughs> we're going to try to run into Robert tonight. Hopefully. I hope so. Yeah. Most uh, interesting man in football, one of them. I love Robert Quinn. He's a good guy. Uh, He's he been a tough go since he went to, to Philadelphia, but he's still here at the Super Bowl. And guy who doesn't have a Super Bowl ring, like one of those guys to me that you want to pull for getting that ring. He was kind of apprehensive even about getting traded, but he gets the opportunity. Now he's here in the Super Bowl. Be good I, for I him. always yeah. wonder if what it matters to players. Like if you're a vet, you've had a great career, and 
you're on the Eagles now and you're maybe you're gonna play ten snaps in the game. You don't think he wants the Super Bowl ring on top of I it? Don't, like, he can walk away he, from the game with a ring? If you didn't do anything, what does the ring mean? It's like... <sighs> we made it an hour. We kept the show too long. We <laughs> finally th- got to the point of the show where Carm comes in with a ridiculous take. That's not ridiculous. Like, you, you, you think that the, the last guy on the bench cares about getting a Super Bowl ring? He just wants to go home and have his money in his bank. Like, I, like, I don't... I mean, if, if you're... He's what, already got, got like, the money. A guy He's like, got the ring to retire and go out on top. Are right. you nuts? Let, let me just say this. If I was the last guy on the bench and we won, a, we won a Super Bowl, I'd jump around and I'd be happy for my teammates, but I wouldn't feel like I did anything, and I wouldn't, pu- I wouldn't put it on my mantle like I was like – like it meant the most in the world to me. It just, it just wouldn't. I want. I would by, want. By the I, way, in the playoffs, the 15-year veteran gets the same amount of money as the last guy. That's great. On the, on the bench. And, and, and good it's for all Rob. about the love of the game once you get here. Hey, look, Ro- Robert for his accomplishments. It's it, it's just awesome that he's here and whatever. Sure, more money. Although Robert Quinn doesn't seem to care about the money, or else he would have showed up at minicamp and not forfeited 14 grand a day just to hang out at home because he just wanted to do what he wanted to do. Matthew Gregory says, Carm, you're no longer getting hugged on Wednesday. <laughs> Come on, oh, no. Gregory. Oh, yeah, no. people are mad. Is this why people don't like you on YouTube? Well, uh, this no, happens no, no, usually. No. Wow. Now Allie just like throwing in, like confirming that that's a thing. <laughs> you kept saying it, so I was just asking. You know, I, you know, I've been getting in the YouTube comments, and I'm, I'm trying to make friends, and then they, they're coming over the top on me. See, Allie. I like to I live. Still, I hate you, Carm. Did, did, I, see, I, I, I don't think they do. I think it's all part of the bit. I think they're I think doing the bit the back bit. at you. Yeah. Well, in, 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 in Gregory's case, yes, because we, we've got nothing but love going on right true. there. Yeah, true. But I, you... I, it's always been weird to me. Like a veteran, I just got to get that ring. Like you didn't play at all. Why does that? You did nothing. That you've been injured. And Robert Quinn's like, do you, you really think Rob, Robert Quinn? By the way, is a different cat too. Like I, I, I wonder how much he really. De- I don't think. He's Why gonna, don't you ask him that time? Maybe I will. Maybe I will. Maybe I will. Robert actually got another super chat. Okay, this this happens a lot at the end of our shows. Yes. By the way. Yeah. Uh, Justin Jefferson and Vikings first for the first pick. Thoughts? Wow. They ain't doing that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't trade Justin Jefferson alone for the, the first number pick. One. Yeah, no. What? Sorry. Sure, but yes, yes absolutely. Yeah. We'll do uh, it. Yes, I would take that trade. Yes, I would absolutely take that trade. But it's not Give me all good. the Justin Jeffersons. And, and then two really important questions. In, in all seriousness, real quick, I think you'd have to trade like three first-round picks to get Justin Jefferson. Well, like you'd have to, this like year's number lotto, one and yeah. then like two more. Well, what, what was, It'd be like a quarterback. What trade. did they well, give it for Tyreek? It was yeah, five Tyreke picks. Will, and Justin Jefferson is better than yeah. Tyreek. So, but yeah. the Chiefs, by the way, if they don't win this game, they're missing a Tyreek right now. That that receiver core is banged up. They a keep different saying that, but, but here they, they are. The here they yeah, are. It's unbelievable. Yeah, but the, That's but why Mahomes is but truly they're not, they're, right. But they're I, not doing it purely offensively like they were before. So. I'm president of the Jalen Hurts fan club. Have been for years. Mahomes is the MVP this year. Oh. No question. Sorry. It's just the reality. Go ahead, Allie. Um, Well, everyone in the chat is saying they love you, Carl. Oh, thanks so much, guys. Thank you. I need that every now and then. Thank you so much. I shouldn't need it, but I do. We should should give away a prize. Someone can come sleep with Carl in the empty bed (laughs) in the Airbnb. Where am I? Ho goes in with – you're going in with Moriano? (laughs) So you'd rather sleep with a complete stranger than – than in a room with me or with Nick? No, I'm. You're, I'm just saying that, that you're, you're. You have the lone room right now. Why are we right inviting now, so we br- strangers? 
for the content? Yeah, okay. for the for the, for the content. It's all about the content. Hashtag for the content. I mean, we have one open bed right now in one room, yeah. and that you would be sleeping in the room with Adam Hogue. What's that worth to somebody? That's at least worth a $50 super chat for a night with, <laughs> night, night with Hope. We're Careful. Now, now we're Where's going into a territory that I don't know is legal. Yeah, we're not going to do that one. Uh, I think we just Chris did it. Chris just says we want Higgins as a, his super chat. That's a good super chat. Go. I like it. I love it. I and love then it. the two important questions. KT asked, Nick, did you pack your sunscreen? I, I, I did not. I did not. I'm going another, wow. another time. Good news for block. you. I have some. It's actually over there in my bag. That, okay, come prepared. For the record, that was one of the weirder moments of the trip. Uh, Brandon Spano taking care of all of us. He's going for the late night run. Does anybody need anything? Adam Hogue. Can I get lotion, please? <laughs> Why is that weird? Am I the only man really who, who hydrates oh, no, I my skin? I have lotion. I brought it, but it, it was I have dry skin to begin with. Then you come to the desert. It was a weird. It was a weird moment in my night. I don't know. Okay. If maybe it's not weird, but like, and then he came back. Here's the lotion. Enjoy your room by yourself. And then, yeah, okay. Well, now you made it weird. <laughs> it was like it, it was. I'm like, it it was a thing. But hey, you got taken care of, and and I know it's obviously for you your for, for for your lotion. back. My back and my skin feels right. great right now. Uh, listen, uh, I, I I could use some facial moisturizer. Thank right. you very much. This Speaking is of Brandon. Fun. Yes. Oh. Matt Peck here from CHGO Bulls says, did Brandon offer any in-ride amenities, phone charger, hand sanitizer, mm. gum, mints, bottle water? That's five stars. Lotion. Stuff. So yeah. yeah. Lotion. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, we had... <laughs> this is I, weirder than the lotion thing. He asked, "What? What do we yeah, need?" And, I said and we, you said carrots. I did. I said we need. And carrots. everybody in the room thought you carrots? said carrots. Yep. Which, yeah, but, which is a bizarre request, how but you, not what you said. How do you say the cups that are coffee? Keurig. Okay, I like thought cure uh, something. That's a cure it. It's a consensus by every Everybody. other human being in the history We're of the go around earth. Asking people, we might. I might literally make this my point of Super Bowl media night. How to say those things? Because I think I will get more Keurigs than Keurigs. Hundred percent, you won't. No, it's impossible. You wouldn't get one carrot. Sounds like I'm going to get at least one. I will get one. You are out there. Somebody, I'm not alone on this thing. Carrot. It's a carrot cup. Because you care. Can you please ask Robert Quinn that? I just want to see the reaction on his face. I will ask Robert Quinn. That would be great. I don't know. I've never thought about it. egg. All right. This has been great. Uh, show one in the books. Uh, appreciate everyone's help. Emma, Allie, Brandon's here. Bo jumped on the show. Ryan's walking around filming Leaf. everything. Ryan Leaf. Ryan Leaf. We've got a lot of Ryans here. Big shows coming up here. We got. Yep. Uh, we're gonna have tons of guests all week long. We don't necessarily know who they are, but we're gonna have them. Yeah. Make yep. sure you're checking out the DNVR uh, YouTube channel as well. PHNX. We got content coming up. Uh, you're gonna want to be following them as well. And um, off the top of my head, I'm trying to think what we have on the books tomorrow. We just have, we have another great show. We got media tonight. Media nights tonight. So Tuesday becomes a lot of that. We'll have a ton of content from tonight. We've got Trey Wingo coming up on Wednesday. We've got uh, who else in that block with Trey? Jim McMahon at some point. Jim McMahon we're working on. Kenny I want to know what Bears, what do Bears fans want us to ask Matt Nagy tonight? Ooh, mm. good question. Put that put that on Twitter. Twitter yep. too. Justin Fields is going to be out here. We're going to make every effort to get him. If we don't, if anybody knows Justin Fields and wants him on CHGO, feel free to send him a text and tell him to join uh, us. Or on Twitter. I think every every CHGO fan should be tweeting at Justin Fields to make sure he stops by this table while he's here this CHGO. week. Yes. Yep. Hey, we got to get that done. Hey, at Justin Fields. 
Join at CHGO Bears. Let's make it happen. All right. Um, Bye. Get, go get a Keurig. <laughs> I've already a had Keurig. Two. Now I'm now I'm confused. I don't know how to say it. Um, we're out of here. Follow us on Twitter at Adam Hogue, at the Carm, at Nicholas Moriano, at CHGO underscore Bears underscore Sports, and don't forget Wednesday night if you are in the Arizona area. Yes. We have our meetup seven o'clock at Illegal Pete's in Tempe. It's going to be a great time. Make sure you come out if you are in the area. Otherwise, we'll be right. Back here tomorrow at noon central time, 11 mountain time, ready to go with show number two from the week. We'll talk to you then. Let's go. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.